Bum, ba, bum, 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 oh bum. my gosh. Is that a good intro? Crazy. As the music. What is up, you guys? This is RJ Razgo. And it's Harold to the Harold. This is RJ and Harold. ECP is close fashion. How is everyone doing today? So we're kind of in a different realm and probably you're kind of wondering and asking yourself, what? We're listening to them? There's no video this time? No. So we're kind of playing it by ear and seeing how this all works, but we've decided to try to implement a podcast for you guys. Um, for the company and you know enhance our post as far as current events and with what's been going on recently in the world as far as you know racial injustice segregation um, there has been a lot of um, natural disasters there has been um, the voting and the election coming up and I think this way we we wanted to find a way to have you guys really get to know us and um, just discuss current events and topics that's been going into the world um, for a difference rather than just seeing our passions and our hobbies and so forth um, because we do like to stay on top of what's been happening in the world and i'm sure that you guys follow what's been happening in the news and i think not only do we want to expand but we also want to bring awareness and i think this is an outlet for us in making a difference on top of showing you guys our passion and our hobbies in life so without further ado um our first topic that we are going to be discussing is natural disasters that's been happening in the world. Right, Harold? Uh, that's right. Uh, one of the uh, natural disasters that have been happening is the California wildfires. Um, the California wildfires have been uh, blazing longer than Connecticut. And to give you a more in-depth uh, perspective about it, uh, according to the statewide fire summary, there it has been there has been about three point two million acres burning, which is larger than the state of Connecticut, which is insane. Like right. that is an extremely insane. That's just understanding the 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 as like a scale of and Connecticut isn't that one of like the biggest states but granted it's a state and the amount of acres that's affected california that is extremely high um and wildfires are not uncommon it's been happening for decades however the frequency of it has been you know happening it has to happen like twice a month or something. Yeah, something like that at least. And like like once a month is normal, but this has been like widespread and 
obviously it's making uh, national headlines too. Right. And so, like, so, so sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Um. So, like, one of the uh, headlines that made news was the whole gender reveal, which is one of the factors that caused uh, the wildfire. But there has Can been... Can you discuss that in further detail for our viewers who are not updated about this? With families, they have party poppers. And so when they pop the decoration, the decor, it reveals blue if it's a boy and girl, and uh, a pink if it's a girl. And then I guess that whole scenery uh, made so much smoke that like it caused uh, the wildfire to happen. So I was just like surprised when it made national headline news. People were talking about it. And, you know, there was like a investigation about it too, what was going on. So, of course, police got involved too and everything like that. So I was. So explain more of like the party poppers. Like, what, what does that entail? Like, what's in the pop- poppers? They, they contain a special certain chemicals which create smoke. Uh, and yeah. of course, there's like dye in there to make the color happen too. And so once that happens, the smoke goes into the air, and of course, the wind takes it to wherever it wants to. And obviously, it went straight to um, the the forest and the woods and everything. And then that's when you know it caused the fire and it like burned the blaze. And so that's one of the one of the factors. It wasn't the main factor. And do you think this has been happen ha- like these gender reveals have been happening more than once? I don't think so. I think this is just like a one-time one occasion. One occasion thing. But I'm pretty sure it was by accident though because right. I'm pretty sure that family never intended that to happen. Right. I mean, regardless, I think it it comes down to um what the main culprit is and that's with like global warming. If we can just go into detail exactly what global warming is and we can break it down to the types of natural disasters that's occurred. Yeah, of course. You you want to start it off? Um, no, you can discuss what global warming is. And uh, we can go into the natural disasters, please. So for global warming, by definition, it's driven by human emission of greenhouse gases, which results in large-scale shifts and weather pattern. So there's... Yeah, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. So there's many types of global warming. Obviously, there's the, the whole wildfires, but there's also uh, tornadoes. There's also hurricanes that happen, too. So it's... Basically, a natural disaster that's definitely not uh, human-made. Um, it happens with with the Earth and the planet itself. But there are ways to reduce global warming, though. And one of the there's uh, different solutions. Uh, one of the ways is to plant trees. Wait, um, first, we're going to be discussing before we go into that. Let's talk about like the like, global warming. So. As far as like the global warming, you said it's the emission, the human emissions that are causing this um, pattern of of unpredictable weather patterns due to, I guess, human causes and neglectfulness and like what what kind of stuff do you think as humans have been doing? 
as as in human nature, like people have not been recycling, for instance, they haven't. They have been wasting their food. Uh, they pollute a lot, whether it's driving uh, their own cars to work, um, and we all do it too. We don't sa- we don't uh, save when it comes to uh, saving water or turning on the light in your house the whole day. Uh, we don't have uh, we don't save on certain things when it comes to when it comes to uh, going green, and that's a problem. But as human nature, um, it contradicts it. What do you think? And as far as green, quote and unquote green, for those who aren't familiar, how would you describe being green? How would I describe? What is what is what is the definition of being green? Being green, you have to come up with different solutions. The listeners have to like really understand because maybe like being green isn't really like universally understood. Being naturally eco-friendly to an environment how so um with with using the natural resources that doesn't affect our planet that doesn't affect our atmosphere that doesn't negative negatively impact you know how our solar uh, how our atmosphere and how mother nature lives to survive um there are certain things that we're preventing you know how the world has to function and live naturally with the types of cars that we're driving with the emissions that are being transferred into the atmosphere um due to power plants and due to our cars and we're not recycling and we're using certain materials that ultimately affects the ocean or ultimately affects the drainage. Everything that the world naturally lives by, we as humans are negatively impacting it and preventing it from functioning properly the way that that it's been for millions of years um, due to the enhancements and advancements of technology and convenience. Um, I think ultimately as the world and the generation gets older, there's going to be even more types of technology and we're going to be coming up with new ways to accommodate us to make things faster and more convenient. But in the end, I don't think I don't, we have to realize that convenience is one thing, but we're not going to have that convenience if the world blows up in flames. Right? No, that's true. And with the whole technology part, it's like we have the technology, but it's just slowly, like by by either years or decades, it's like we are slowly improving on the technology of it. For example, uh, if we are trying to save uh, the oceans from all of the trash that we are seeing, of course, because 
that's what we're seeing on the remote islands, like all of the trash that are uh, coming up from that are coming up from the the beaches and the sands it's like where is all this coming from and obviously it's coming from the ecosystem and it's it's from human nature problems where we're not properly disposing of our trash that's a that's a problem right there so it's like so it's like how do you prevent that from happening it's just like well i think it's can i answer yeah no no, go ahead go ahead please i think i think that's, I mean, that's a really, that's a, that's a perfect question to ask because I think it comes down to education. I mean, and just bringing more awareness to this topic because people, this isn't new and decades about even president presidents trying to be green and, and more eco-friendly. And I think if the world realizes that if we don't change, then we're not going to have a world in the next 50 years or something. And in order for us to keep this world alive, this earth alive for our children and our children's children and the next generations to come, we have to make sure that we do what we need to do while we're alive, while we're here on this earth. Um, Because in the end, if we don't, then our grandchildren, great great and great-grandchildren you know, they're not going to live to survive to be able to live on this earth. I, so uh, the awareness and just finding ways to slowly educate um, the human population worldwide, not just the U.S., worldwide, wide, and we all work together to find a systematic way of saving this world, this earth. No, I agree with you on that. I do believe that if we have to work together, which is, I'm not going to say it's hard or easy because right now, like everyone is focused on themselves. And the thing too is just that if everyone's working together, then it's like, it's going to take years because everyone's doing their own thing and people are living their lives the way they want to. And not only that, but I believe that the next generation, probably Gen Z or maybe the generation after have that fighting chance to do that, to change the world and to um, go green, obviously. Um, with the baby boomers and with millennials, it's a lot harder because like they're not they're set in their ways pretty much and they don't care. And so um, like with the technology that's coming up, we have the technology, like I said, but it's just going to be slowly improving of it. Um, like, you know, the government is trying to go green too, but it's going to take a while for them to do it because obviously we're spending billions of dollars to go green, but the money's useless if we're not uh, taking anything into action. I completely agree with everything that you're saying. So I think maybe we can like transition into like what's been happening, happening lately across the U.S. within this year, right? And a big topic that's been happening and showing on the news are the wildfires in San Francisco. What are your What are your thoughts about the wildfires uh, in California? I, with the wildfires, I think it's definitely an unf- unfortunate event, I would say. But everyone, everyone that's living in California 
uh, from all the first responders and the emergency responders, they are doing their part on it to, uh, if not stop, to prevent the wildfires from happening. And they're using all their manpower that they can to um, make sure that they can stop the wildfires and stop it from spreading so that, you know, uh, no more people will, will uh, die, obviously. And... Uh, but at the same time, there's always going to be wildfires happening. There's always some. There's always some kind of natural disaster happening in California. But like I said, we're trying to do everything that we can to uh, stop it from happening. Right. Yeah, like I said before, um, with the California fires, it is an unfortunate event. It sucks. Um, but like I said, the first responders and the emergency responders. Um, they have been doing their best to, uh, if not stop it, they can prevent it from happening. But as best as they can, they, they're trying to stop it from happening and to make sure that there's no more wildfires happening in California and to make sure that no nobody is uh, dying too. So, like I said, I feel like those are the heroes too. Those are the essential workers that are trying to do their best to stop the wildfires. Yeah. And uh, just to give the listeners a better idea, what do we have as far as, what, what did we find as far as, like, the statistics of the wild, wildfires? The statistics of it? Um, well, well, the wildfires are burning, they're burning longer than the state of Connecticut, and I think the state of Connecticut is is really big. Uh, for according to the statewide fire summary, there's about three point two million acres have burned, and so that's like really long, and that's like crazy on when you hear that per, kind of perspective. So let's just reiterate. So three point two acres. Three point two million land, acres. Yes. Million, three point two million acres of land that has been affected from these these um wildfires now 3.2 million just imagine 3.2 million being the size of connecticut is it's, it's, that, that boggles my mind it's burning it's burning then bigger than the state of connecticut Think about bigger it. Than, bigger than Connecticut. Bigger, like look up Connecticut on a map, and and I'm telling, I'm not telling you this. I'm telling the viewers, the the audience too. Yeah. Like look it up on a map, Connecticut. It's it's freaking huge, and the wildfires are burning like bigger than that. And I'm just right. like, wait, what? So, I'm just like, damn, that's like, like the, the, that's long. <laughs> it's it's something that needs to be put on a scale of comprehension and maybe just just having people really grasp that and just absorb it because it's getting worse as the year has gone and I think there has to be more focus on changing what needs to be done. Exactly. Um, and we can blame we can blame global warming. We can blame blame whatever. But essentially, I think we, as the humans living on this planet, 
can still make a difference in doing little things, even at our house, but we can further discuss that at the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, let's let's go on and discuss just discuss about other natural disasters on top of the wildfires. Let's let's shift and go on to the east coast. No, let's let, let's shift and go to like the south to the east coast with the flooding and the hurricanes. Let's give the viewers a little bit more insight of what's been happening as far as the south. So as far as the south, in January 2020 in the southern United States, there have been severe tornadoes that left 10 people dead. So what do you think about that perspective? So 10 people dead. And say, the, say that statistic one more time. In January 2020 in the southern United States, severe tornadoes left 10 people dead. 10 people dead. So it's not even it's not even the it's not even people that's been hospitalized or injured it's fatalities. Yeah. And the the that shows the severity and at a larger scale scale of what these natural disasters could do. Exactly. Um so go on and what what else do we I, I mean I it's heartbreaking to be yeah, honest. It is for me too. Knowing that this happens and how the world has just been getting so It's getting just, it's uh it's getting it's getting more messed up. Yeah. Um another thing too, another statistics too, is that in the northwest of Louisiana Tornadoes tossed uh, trailer homes hundreds of feet and damaged more than fifty homes. So, so imagine one day your home is destroyed because of a a tornado tossed a trailer right right onto it. That's just like that's crazy. I'm like, what did they say? A hundred feet. Hundreds of feet. Yeah. From where it was originally located? Correct. So that could hundred of feet from where a house is to like the beginning of a development, possibly? That's a possibility. Um So the strength and just like the what these types of natural you know disasters can impact us has just been so unpredictable. Um, and I, I kind of feel like we're just, we're taking that for granted and we just don't, we're not taking action to what needs to be done the right way. You had a point there. And I think that just comes down to like, again, just being more aware and giving the public more of an eye-opening, jaw-dropping reality check. Exactly. And so, here, here's another statistic, too. Like with, uh, I love to keep, keep it up. I like those statistics. Tell me, tell me what, <laughs> what, what, what else you got, meteorologist Harry? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my uh, se- second occupation there as a meteorologist. Meteorologist, dude. <laughs> so, uh, as a Bossier, uh, Bossier Parish, Louisiana, uh, uh-huh. 
an elderly couple home was found 200 feet, like you said, 200 feet from its normal location, too, which okay. was part of Louisiana, too. Another one is a tropical storm. Isaias delivered a powerful punch in the South Jersey region with six inches of rain. Can you imagine six inches of rain raining on you? And, and, and wind gusts of about 70 miles per hour. There was the, the, the aftermath of it was the widespread flooding and power outages. So, like, imagine six inches of rain and wind gusts of 70 miles per hour all at the same time. There is going to be flooding and power outages happening. You're going to lose lights in your house. So, and this has been personally affecting both of us. Correct. Like you said, it's, it's, it's affected New Jersey, South Jersey specifically. That's where we are from. Can yeah. you share a personal story of like with the Hurricane Isaias? How has that personally affected you? Well, uh, it affected me in a way that I had to go down in the basement, of course. And to make sure that I wasn't upstairs because obviously I wasn't supposed to be upstairs. I went down in the basement and normally uh, like I would uh, check out in the backyard. Uh, I would have like a little bonfire there and we would have like a, a lid covering the bonfire. But then with the whole wind gust and the rain, uh, it, it rained on the bonfire. But then it obviously the, the, the lid actually fell off and the wind pretty much took it and uh, it like carried the lid uh, uh, hundreds of feet across the um the backyard. So, but after the aftermath happened, where it's like, where's the lid? Did someone steal it? No, uh, the the wind took it and stole it and put it somewhere else. It just like threw it somewhere else, and we lost power so many times. So it was just flickering on and off, and uh, we we had to wait till the storm passed. Yeah, I mean, I, I know exactly what it's like because when Hurricane Isaias hit, I lost power um, for about two or three days, actually, and I ended up staying with family's house, and I was still working from home, so I stayed with family for about two, three days until my power came back, um, but yeah, our... Power was completely out. I had to pack my stuff in the dark to head to my parents' house. It was so last minute. I could barely see anything. All of the lights and the traffic um, lights were out. Um, all of the traffic lights and all like the development lights were out. They were flashing. The lights were flashing. There were police. There were some lights that were blocked off, so you had to, before you can actually take, like, a U-turn, you have to, like, go, like, maybe five traffic traffic stops, traffic lights down, and so you can actually do, like, a U-turn. It was like a, a complete mess. Like, I don't think I've ever got, been in, like, a power outage like that Yeah. in my whole life. Um, so that was insane, because we had the recent, like, Hurricane Sandy or something like that. But the degree of it is incomparable to what Isaias did. Exactly. And it affected so many people in the Northeast, and it's affected us personally. So, like, yeah, it's no joke. Like, these natural disasters don't play. And I'm not... They're kind of like, you know, 
this is what you're doing to the planet, so this is what you get back. I, I feel like it's just karma. Karma. We're not treating we're not treating the planet right, so the tra- the planet isn't gonna treat us right back. Exactly. And uh, like, like I don't know about you, but like I've had that perspective where you know, coming back home from work, where it's like pouring rain hard. Like I'm talking about like pouring rain hard that there's no visibility at all. Even if you put in, even if you put your uh, wipers to the fastest setting possible, that yeah. it's no use. That you still don't see visibility. That I can understand why that other drivers put their uh, emergency lights and put their hazard lights on for the others in back of them to see where they are because you can't even see the lines of the road anymore that you have to look at the hazard lights of the person in front of you to keep driving. And of course you're going 20 miles per hour because the rain is that bad pouring down on the highway or on the main roads. And I've had that happen too before. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's it's really bad, and I think I think we're just we're being tested, and we're getting the wrath of the earth, Mother Nature, because we're not treating it. We're taking care of it like we should be. Yeah. Um. So let's go on and like let's talk about so we've. We talked about like the natural disasters. We'll recap real quick. We talked about the natural disasters, the, the wildfires in the West. Yeah, and of course, and, and our hearts and our prayers go out to those families of those who are affected, who are homeless, who lost their homes. We 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 ECP wants to give our love and support to you guys. We are again. We can't even. We can't even comprehend what it's like. Exactly. Coming back to that and seeing like your house just burned and it's not there. So we we want to share our love and our support to you guys. Exactly. Yep. We definitely want to share our love and support. And with um with the tropical storms and everything like that, we also have hurricanes too. And usually hurricanes happen in the in the south of the United States, more so in Florida too, but. I had to also check out the statistics for hurricanes too, from the different categories and from. Yeah, please, please tell me more. Hurricane <laughs> For the hurricanes, there's <laughs> there's categories one through four, and I had and I had to uh, check them out too. So a hurricane category one is from seventy four to ninety five miles per hour. Uh, category two is from 96 to 110 miles per hour. Uh, category three, which is major, and it's 111 miles per hour to 129. And category four, which category four is the largest, from 130 to 156 miles per hour. So, can you just imagine, you know, driving a car going that fast? Like, I can't. I can't even imagine. I can't. Like that's insane. Like, like people people drive like seventy, seventy five miles per hour, maybe even eighty. But then hitting like one thirty to one fifty six, it's just like that's ridiculous. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a story. I want to tell you and the viewers a story. Go ahead. So you know, we in Jersey, it's not 
it's not too common that we don't have, we have like summer hurricanes because a lot of these hurricanes they they begin in like the Bahamas and so forth, and it 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 comes up from the south until like to the northeast. So we get the we get like either like the lingering effects of like the trail of the hurricane or well, we get the hurricanes either way. It's it's just it's just bound to happen. Um, so we had one hurricane that happened maybe like I want to say maybe like two years ago. Where do you remember this hurricane where like after it ended, it, it looked, the sky was like completely orange, like it was like it looked like an apocalypse that just happened, Harold. Yeah. And this, I just remember like the the sky was like completely orange, but with that hurricane, our backyard tree was struck by lightning and it split in half. That's crazy. It's, it's it's the degree and like the aftermath where I feel like like we don't understand what it's like as far as wildfires for the the West Coast. So like you know we want to sympathize, but we can't empathize because we don't know what it's like. That never happens here in Jersey. And like for like the West Coast, they really don't know what hurricanes are like because they don't get that kind of stuff. So what I'm what I'm saying is it's 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 the the aftermath and the severity and the strength of these natural disasters that it's they don't care who lives in that area if we're if we're, if we're not treating this planet the way that it should be then we're going to we're going to get the effects of mother nature and sadly that's what what's been happening and with that happening are the consequences of fatality of injuries of homelessness i do of, of hopelessness of depression of not getting relief and where it's a it's an endless cycle sadly i do agree with that i really do and it, it, that boggles my mind with that kind of perspective. It boggles my mind. Yeah. And with when it comes to nature, when it comes to nature versus nurture, nature always wins no matter what. Exactly. So it's like we can create like the latest, you know, man-made technology, but the mother nature will always tear it down no matter what. Exactly. Um, so the thing is, so we, we talked about the wildfires, the flooding, the hurricane, were those, were those the main topics that uh, we wanted to cover, or are there more? Well, also, uh, with, when it comes to, uh, going green too, we want to talk about going green too, right? Yeah, so like, as far as the natural disasters, was that everything? Yeah, yeah, with, th- with that, that was everything. So I think, so with that said, like... Um, you know, the good thing with this, I guess, like, the, the positive outlook of it all is we can still save the planet, right? Yes, we it's, can. It's not completely um, hopeless and, like, done with. Like, we can find ways to help our environment either at home 
you know, either outside of her home. And don't think that, don't, please don't think that you are just one individual who may not make a difference. You can make a difference, you know? Your actions speak a lot louder than your words. So with that said, let's let's go over things about what we can do to help save our environment, how to be eco-friendly, how to be more green, how to be more conscious of what we do, and how to ultimately be Captain Planet. Do y'all remember Captain Planet? <laughs> Can I get a what, what? What, what? You know, so you gotta, you know, that's a throwback. Maybe like the, the youngins might not know this. But no. Let's, let's, can you, can you tell them what I used Captain to, Planet I used was? to watch the damn show on it, too. Like, Captain Planet, did it, did it, did it, did it. Right, so Captain Planet was probably, like, in the 90s, where him and his crew of, I guess, like, 12-year-olds or something, find, find ways to save and fight against these, I guess, evil villains. And Captain Planet was essentially like the main superhero um, in addition to like the teenagers who were like the sidekicks and helping beat these non-eco-friendly <laughs> um, evil villains, these villains. So, um... I was, was going, I I'm sorry. I was so mesmerized by your speech. <laughs> I was so mesmerized. I'm like, you are totally right. Oh my gosh. It's so true. It's beautiful. Right? So <laughs> what can we, Harold, do at home at least to be eco-friendly so, to ultimately save, you know, our planet? So now you're talking about the solutions, correct? The solutions, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so... Uh, what we can do, even if we're just one individual, uh, we can plant trees. That's one okay. of them. Uh, also, we can. So can I add on to that? Like plant trees, like plant trees, like start like um, like a garden and um, plant any types of plants and like that that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So I think with that said, he's completely right. So essentially. It's that whole carbon and oxygen exchange. The more co- the more trees that we plant, the more balance of that carbon oxygen um, transfer, which I'm sure keeps a a synchronization between you know the trees and humans and having a healthy air supply for both humans and trees and that gives us the clean atmosphere that we need trees are essentially the ones that are the fuel for clean air clean atmosphere um getting those toxins out and i think this is just i don't know if this is scientifically correct but that's how i think how it works that exchange of trees and humans and without trees we cannot have we can't have 
that synchronization. We can't have that green, um, harmonious living if we don't have the trees because the trees were here before we were. And if we don't have trees and if we don't have plants, then we don't have earth. I mean, earth is essentially soil, plants, water. We don't need to be here as humans. The earth can live without us, but we need the earth. And there's a really good quote about that I found something about we can live. We can't live on this earth without the trees and with the plants and the soil, but the soil and all that can live without us because they were here before we even existed. So in order for us to live on this earth, we have to take care of the earth. That's without, true. Without that exchange and without maintaining and taking care of this earth, our planet is going to die faster than it should. Yeah, millions of years, the earth is going to explode and it's bound to happen, but we can delay that process. We can strive to make this earth beautiful, sustainable, livable for our grandchildren's, grandchildren's generations to come on. Come on. We got we to gotta work together, you guys. Our earth is beautiful. If you can go to Yosemite with the trees and the red trees, you go to Thailand with their beautiful crystal clear water, our earth is beautiful, you guys. Our earth is heaven on earth. And in order to maintain that and keep our beauty, we have to take care of it. Right, Harold? Exactly right. God damn. <laughs> That's a lot, yeah. I mean, if you want to elaborate, no, you, you you said it all actually, and also I wanted to add on to the information that you provided to as well. That I did see a post on one of the social networks. I forget which one it was, but with the I wanted to go back with the exchange of the trees and us too. It is true when we when we you know expel and and exhale. Uh, the carbon dioxide that I believe that's one of the chemicals that the trees need in order to live. But then when the trees ex um, exhale some type of chemical, that is a chemical that we breathe in in order to live too. So that exchange between chemicals, like we need both, like the trees need us and we need the trees. So exactly. So it's and even prior to us. There were like other mammals and so forth, but like I said, the earth doesn't need us to live. And they were here before us, but I mean, in the end, like we have to take care and we have to save our planet. If, if we want to live as long as we can and our grandchildren live on this earth, we got to save this. We want, like you want to, you want your children and grandchildren to see the beauty of earth, right? Exactly. And I'm sure like the rest of our viewers do. And, you know, that just comes down to us making the effort to go forward with that change. That's exactly right. So another solution um, to save the planet is to buy from your local farmer's market or produce market, too. I love farmer's markets. I love produce. I love fruits. Honestly, man, like I... I, I 
I'm not really a sweets person, but if I do get sweets, I love just like peaches and nectarines and bear blueberries and bananas and apples and all that stuff like produce. You know, that's that's the candy of the earth. That's the candy of the soil. I see it. Yeah, I know. I like those different types of fruits too, like the um, the apples, the oranges, and the bananas, and those type of things. The peaches, like that. I like those type of fruits yeah. too. So what else, what else um, do we have? Uh, so another solution is to, when you're at the local farmer's market and produce market, when you do check out, you can use re- reusable shopping bags. Right, instead of using the plastic bags, right? Yeah, because honestly, the plastic bags takes thousands of years to uh, decompose, and we don't want that to happen, so we got to use reusable shopping bags instead. That's good. They have the, those reusable shopping bags that are... Like the cotton ones. I actually have cotton bags that I used to use when I shopped at Aldi's. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Aldi's. Shout out to Aldi's. Um, really, really affordable pricing there. Um, but they don't they don't use plastic bags. Um, you have to bring your own bags. And I think even though that's very, very inconvenient, it's eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a smart move on their end, honestly. And those reusable, those reusable shopping bags are made from recyclable uh, compost material too. So. Right. So let's talk about composting, since you transitioned to that. So yeah, you gotta like instead of wasting your food, obviously you you compost your food instead. So you convert your food into planting trees, of course, <laughs> which right. which makes sense. It's like a cycle of life. Right, with like the banana um, peels. Yeah. And even like you know the eggshells. What my parents used to do, they would get the eggshells and put it on the um plant. Oh okay. Um, and that would decompose, and then it would eventually be like the fertilizer for the plant soil. Nice. So it's little things like that, man. Where you know tricks trick little tricks that we could do to make a difference yeah and and also this includes like recycling your the cans and um the uh, what uh, the bot the water bottles and the glass bottles too right yeah recycling that's uh, that's a huge thing i mean yeah i mean i know it's not a big deal for people but i think making those little adjustments again don't think of it you guys you're only one person because one little change can make a huge difference. And with that huge difference, that just gives the world another maybe one or two days to live. Right? That's true. Okay. And another thing, another thing too, is that like when you're obviously when you're cooking and being in the kitchen, you gotta be, mindful of your water usage too you don't want to waste water you know that saying harold where they say it's i I think it's some kind of meat but it's true um something about save water shower together (laughs) yeah i've seen that before no it's I, i and i get it and like i'm sure couples do that oh yeah you know what i mean like i don't think it's maybe it's weird if you're gonna do that with like some random person but, I mean, that's what it comes down to. If you can find ways to efficiently be um, 
green, like saving water, then find ways to save water. Yeah. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Don't don't think of it as like, oh, other people are gonna think I'm weird. No. You're gonna be saving the planet. You're gonna be environmentally environmentally friendly. You're going to be saving more money for yourself. It's also a financial um, asset. It's, to it's economical. That as well. It's economical, yeah. Um, and I think um, in the end, you know, it just roots back to the main topic: saving our planet. Save water, you guys. Save water. Save water. Reuse oh. water if you need to. Um, not dirty water, obviously. No, <laughs> and also, you know, if, if 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 you're using like, what would what would be like another example? Uh, when um, you're when you're being mindful of water usage, you like make sure when you're doing laundry, you gotta wash full loads instead of just like a couple of pieces here and there. Exactly. And I think I'm really learning to do that. Where like I'm trying to use wash as many clothes as possible at once mm -hmm. rather than just like throwing like one or two that's true yeah like you gotta, you gotta wash like a full load instead and when it comes to like appliances too you gotta make sure that they're energy efficient making sure that they're using electric instead electric gotcha yeah what other electric stuff can we use um another thing too electric is cars uh, yes, um, okay. there's two there's two things you can either uh, bike your way to bike your way to uh, work or school, or you can use electric cars. So, and one of the electric cars is Tesla. So and Tesla is an elect uh, electric uh, car company too. It's not gas powered at all. Yeah. And so, obviously, for Tesla. Uh, really tesla is really hyped up it's it really attracts the younger generation and older generation from uh, gen x and and uh, the millennials um and of course uh tesla is uh pr pretty affordable for the young generation because a lot of the young generation use a model three they buy a model three which costs about 28 grand um, if you want to go for something higher, there's Model S, which is about 70000 And, of course, the highest is Model X, which looks like an SUV, but it looks really, really cool. And that hits about 74000 But everything is electric. You're charging it in the um, stations or charging it at home. So I think that's, like, really, really cool because, number one, you're not buying gas anymore. You're you're actually charging the batteries and now, as far as like the the comment because we just we were talking about this previously how you know how how accessible are how accessible are the electric chargers are they as accommodating as gas stations are they are they always in existence? Because, I mean, I've seen gas stations that do have the electric, you know, stations, but I don't think it's universal yet, right? It's not universal. It's in certain uh, areas, especially the, uh, like the New York area, Jersey City area they have it in. Um, they have it here, like in Jersey, like in the, in the Woodbury and Deford area, like in the shopping mall areas they do. 
they, uh, but it's definitely not everywhere. I'm pretty sure one it once it is everywhere, then a lot more of the consumers will buy Tesla. And if, but the only downside with charging the car is that it takes about forty five minutes to charge, maybe more. Right. And that's the only trade off to it. So you'll be watching like a Netflix, a TV series show while you're charging your car. I mean, I think I think that's that's the future. I think in the next ten twenty years, it's gonna become standard for the human to have electric powered if we're compliant with these economic friendly standards. Exactly. That's what it comes yeah. down to. Really, actually, like following through with it and not just talking about it. Right. Exactly. You got to take action rather than just talk about it. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else we got? Um, also, um, you, you can make your own uh, natural detergent to make your own cleaners. Okay. It's yeah. very very smart, especially nowadays with COVID. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, in your own home, uh, you can turn down the temperature down on the thermostats too, so that uh, you won't be racking up your bills so damn high. I think pricing and finance is secondary to this whole topic. Being friendly, but also saving money and being smart. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta be smart. Be financially, be financially literate, and also yeah. go green too. Because if you have both, that's a like that's a that's a double combo killer right there. If you can be very uh, financially literate and go green at the same time. It's just like, like you're winning right there. Right. Exactly. Exactly, and, man. And also, like you know, when you're buying, like when you're buying your wardrobe or updating your wardrobe, you can go thrifting too. Yeah, yeah. With the Goodwills, with I know, like um, New York, they have like a Buffalo Exchange. Is it? Oh yeah. Um. So, like, you know, donate your clothes and save your money. And, like, you know, it's it's a cycle of just, like, giving back to other people who can't afford or, you know, we have to find ways to save. And, like, we have to be a lot more smarter. And, you know, it's not just getting the best technology and, like, showing off and having, you know the best whatever whatever yeah. it may be I think, I think in the end what in the end we just have to really like be smart with the choices because even us being a little bit selfish could affect the whole world exactly and i think too like one of the entrepreneurs gary v said it too uh, um, and he said that we're buying stuff that we can't afford to impress people that we don't like and it's and for the majority part, it's true. It's just like yeah. you're buying something that you know you can't afford to impress people you don't like. That doesn't make any sense. Just like, first of all, yeah. buy the stuff that you need to be happy. Yeah, buy the stuff that you need, not that you want. Exactly. Um. Okay. What else we got? Um. And also, uh. When you're buying, like I said, when it comes to natural detergents, you can make your own, but they'll also do not buy aerosol sprays. Yeah. 
Yeah, with those aerosol sprays, I mean that. I think that roots back to like the whole car emissions. Everything goes up to the atmosphere, and that affects our whole ozone layer. And with that protective ozone layer, layer, we're gonna have more. You know, I think with the ozone layer, I think that's affecting a lot with, um, with the um. California wildfires. Yeah, with the, with the sun exposure and the heat, and that's causing such a huge, you know, adjustment into the spread of fires than yeah. it's been maybe like ten or twenty years ago. Exactly, and another thing too is that like, like if you know that like you have to use like, um, like I. The energy efficient appliances, which most people do, but then if you want to even go more natural, try uh, drying your clothes in the like the the clothes line too. Oh yeah, that's smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? So because I've seen people dry their clothes in the clothes line and and you know have the, have it air dry pretty much, and that's like one way of drying your clothes instead of putting it in the dryer too. Very very smart. Yeah. I like those ideas. And when and last but not least, of course, uh, when you are turning on the lights, um, you have to you have to buy the right uh light bulbs too. You can't just buy any light bulbs, and you have to buy energy efficient light bulbs. They they burn brighter and they save on energy too. Energy efficient, right? And are they a lot more cheaper than regular light bulbs? Would you say? Uh, they- they're just they're some are cheaper, some are more expensive, but in the long run, in the long term, they're actually more uh energy efficient when it comes to right. light bulbs. Like I'm not sure Which about means, like they'll be lasting you a lot more longer. Correct. And you wouldn't have to be buying so many bulbs in such a short amount of time. Exactly. I'm not sure if this happened to you before, but then if you go into a room in your in your own place and everything like that, and you flick the switch on, and for about like one millisecond or two milliseconds or something like that, the light will turn on, but then it'll burst, and then the, oh, yeah. then it's like fuck. It's like you have to buy another light bulb. But then if you have an energy efficient light bulb instead, that wouldn't happen at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I I've experienced that happen before, and I'm just like, oh, I'm like, are you serious? Right. So it's not Absolutely. the it's not the end of the world, but it's a it's a minor inconvenience. It is a minor inconvenience, but I think those small adjustments goes a long way. That's what ultimately what it comes down to. It co- it goes a long way for you and for the world and that, for the planet. That is true. It's true. Um, but, was it the last bullet? Yeah, we covered. Yeah, we covered all the solutions. Okay, so I mean, let's just recap and like just talk again and like what rather than as far as like the statistics that we, that you that we've mentioned and talk about, can you say in your own words, um, what the viewers can do, um. So, like, how can you persuade our viewers? That's what I want to know. How can you persuade? How can you really get them to understand? And how can you make them feel like they're not insignificant to this world? 
just because you are, oh, I'm just only one person. That's that's all it takes. Just one person at a time, and we have that one person at a time. It's like it'll group into like thousands, maybe even millions or even billions of people. Say, I'm just one person. That's all it takes. You're just one person to not only be financially literate. If you want more money in your bank account and see that extra zero. You have to not only invest and be financially illiterate, but you can also go green. So you'll save money by going green too, and have less money to spend. If you want to spend, if you want to spend more money, then you know don't follow any of this advice. But if you, but if you want to make more money to save more money, of course, add that extra zero to your bank account. Go go green on all the solutions. Um, you know. Be eco-friendly. Uh, make sure that you recycle. Make sure you're mindful with your uh, water usage. Making sure that you are doing every single energy-efficient action, move, and effort that you are uh, taking to make sure that you are going green. Even if you're just one person, and you know you can, and you you can always go uh, thrift shopping instead of going to uh, the mall to buy the latest clothes and everything like that. Uh, you can always uh bike to work or school instead of uh using your gas powered car. You can always make sure that there's an always alternative to an option that's going to pollute the earth. And you want to make sure that you want to uh go green in everything that you do. Because if you go green, you will definitely save the earth when you're doing it. All right, great. So I think. We've pretty much covered everything that we wanted to talk about. This is such a huge topic that's been going on, current events lately in the U.S. Um, as of this year, and we just wanted to share with you guys our thoughts and, you know, again bring awareness to this and like, yeah. I hope that you guys really understand the value that we're gonna share with you all because. We really, really, really want to make sure that we make a difference, not only for you, but in the world and giving back. That's what I want to make sure that ECP does, not only to expose our hobbies and our passions and so forth, but in the end, with everything that's been happening, we need to help one another. We need that one person that can make a difference as far as whatever obstacle that we're facing. So, again, thank you so much for the love and support. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Harold, for doing this podcast. You're welcome. I'm looking forward to doing more with you and sharing these podcasts with you guys. Again, this is new to us, so please bear with us. Yeah. Um, this is something that we just thought of, and we think it's a really new project it's a new project that we're interested in implementing and we're trying and we need your feedback so please give us any kind of feedback on our social media again thank you for the love and support check out our merchandise check out the clothing that has been dropped and also stay tuned with our youtube video we'll be compliant and we'll be consistent with 
as much as we can with our social media on the YouTube. So like, just jump back and forth because we're going to be in every outlet as possible. If you Exactly. If you guys are listening to this podcast, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, we will try to be frequent in these podcasts like because like RJ said, this is a new project to us and we're just pretty much expanding uh, to different outlets when it comes to uh, these kind of projects. And uh, like I said, we, we just want to thank everyone for listening and make sure that you stay tuned for the next podcast that's about to come. Yep. Thank you, you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks, man. Harold. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Be safe. Be well. We're going to get through this pandemic, through COVID. Wishing you guys love, healthiness, and yeah. I think that's it, right? Yeah, of course. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye, you guys. Take Take care. care. We love you guys. Bye bye.